Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast the rules here are very simple we can take as many of your film ideas as we like but only one of them will progress to the next stage where it'll be printed onto tissue paper and used to help wipe the nose of britain's poorliest man i'm joel the man who puts the ick into vick's vapor rub and across from me is john harris a man who despite battling a very very serious illness has made it here to record (laughs) dream factory it's remarkable bravery john I mean... Do they still do Pride of Britain Awards? I was literally just going to say Pride of Britain. Right, mate. Have I ever said... I must, have I told this story? There are no stories left. <laughs> you think? my good friend Chris won a Pride of Medway Award once. No way. His neighbour's house was on fire, but his neighbour wasn't home. And he just said to his neighbour, she was an elderly lady, don't go in there. It's on fire. Um, and his two brothers when his younger brothers were nearby on bmx's and the local newspaper reported it as though he sort of broke in (laughs) and dragged her out of the flaming house and it had a picture of him and his two brothers on the front page of the medway messenger with the headline the three amigos (laughs) and he had to go to a big award ceremony and wear a suit and he got presented it by the um whoever was like the primetime newsreader on bbc southeast i can't believe that's never come up yeah that's weird isn't it and then (laughs) Chris and I went to the same university for a year and I carried around a copy of that newspaper everywhere we went. <laughs> I just get it out in lectures and stuff. But it was a good bit. You should have pretended you didn't know who he was and asked him to sign I, it. Uh, it sort of speaks to our differing personalities because I would dine out on that. Like, that would be my Twitter profile picture. <laughs> it would be... I would bring it up at every opportunity. I'd have a framed copy of that newspaper in my home in at least two rooms. Like, I would give... Anything, John, I would give anything to have been one of the three amigos. But have, sadly, have you ever been photographed for a new- local newspaper? I'm not sure I have. I'm oh. not sure I have. Which suggests to me you have. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, when I was a teenager, I was in a band and we got to the national finals of a Battle of the Bands competition. Wow. What was the competition called? What was the band called? Uh, so we were called Self Titled at the time, I believe. Brilliant. And it was called the Liquid Disco Battle of the Bands or something like that. Whoa. 
when we got to the we did three rounds to get to the final and then we got to the final mm-hmm, final mm-hmm. found out loads of other people see it was like their second round they just did one round and got to the final like yeah but you they, were probably in a more densely musical area yeah true yeah um, um, where was yeah. where was the final? I can't believe there's two original anecdotes at the start of this <laughs> podcast. You and I have been doing podcasts since 2014, and we're we're actually learning fresh information about each other today. This is very exciting. What um what was the standard like at the finals? Was it intimidating? No, I don't think I ever. It wasn't like I was. I d- I didn't really feel like I was in competition with the other bands. I didn't think we were going to win. I think because you were that good. No, we didn't think we were going to win. It was in Nottingham. The level of competition was fine. There was one other band that we saw that then I saw playing like at Reading Festival on the BBC Introducing Stage a couple of years later. And I thought, oh, they've done better That's than cool. we have. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, d- I don't know. I remember my the guitar, our guitarist, his pedal wasn't working. So he went to a local guitar shop mm-hmm. and... um he went to get a new pedal and whilst he was there he mentioned that this was happening and the guy behind the counter was like oh yeah I, w- I did that a couple of years ago it's a complete scam it's just a to- <laughs> the whole thing's a complete Great. scam and Great. I was like Real confidence booster. looking forward yeah. to playing today yeah, um, yeah, I was in. I was on the cover of Enemy once. Complete scam. Yeah, and then we played the Pyramid Stage at Glastonbury. Complete scam. I've got four gold records up in my house. Scam. Uh, scam They're after not even scam real after gold. scam. We won, um, do you know what Mercury, Mercury Prize? Scam. <laughs> the other. Um, it's, just a, it's, a, it's just a way to get Mercury into people's home. No, is it? Hmm. Is um, the Mercury Prize? Is it Freddie Mercury or is it uh, the now defunct Mercury FM? Who knows? The thing is it I either? was. The thing I was going to say about local news photography is there are there are two things that a local news photographer will make you do. One is like look disappointed holding an object that is relevant to the yep. article. And the other one, yep. if it's good news, like we had, you mm-hmm. jump. They make you jump. You did a jump. <laughs> did oh, Do you have it somewhere still? I, I don't think so. You That's must have shame. it. Did you have to jump holding your instruments? Yes. Not the drummer, obviously. <laughs> he probably just had the sticks in his hand. <laughs> Yeah, I think we jumped off a bench. Oh, with the guitars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's because that's what all the cool rock bands do. Yeah, isn't it? Some of my favourite album covers are bands jumping <laughs> off a park bench in joy, hands in the air. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even oh, at the man, time we knew so it was good. really naff. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, who are you to say no to a local newspaper photographer? You know, exactly. <laughs> the power they no use. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got, they say jump. You say. Off which bench? Off which bench? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's do some film ideas. That was uh, that was the most enjoyable start to an episode ever. Uh, how about this one from Tony? Just a reminder that we are a podcast where people pitch us <laughs> film ideas. Uh, please send your ideas in. We're a Dream Factory pod across all social medias. Um, or you can find John's details in the Bucks message or whatever your local newspaper is. Bucks Free Press. Was, the Bucks Free Press. How about this one from Tony? Putter Island. Leonardo DiCaprio investigates his missing partner at a crazy golf. Excellent. That's good because there's probably, there's pitfalls and pratfalls at a crazy golf galore. She might have fallen, what other ones? Fallen into a lighthouse. Maybe a big clown mouth ate her. Maybe she went into a hole and then never appeared out of another one. Little seesaw. Little seesaw. Yeah, why can't I think of any generic I feel like I know all of them, but now I can't think of, it's just a lighthouse. No, it's not a lighthouse, it's a windmill. The lighthouse would be rubbish. <laughs> you saw, yeah. Just, it's so easy. It's not really an obstacle. Is it like um, a crocodile thingy? Is that is that chopping? Uh, you might see a croc. You might see a croc. The problem is, crazy golf these days, it's all neon and indoors. 
isn't it? Yes. We went to a long, a little while back now. We went to what's the one in Shoreditch? Junkyard Golf. We went to Junkyard, yeah. Mm. And I don't seem to remember who won, but um, it wasn't uh, you. It was me. It's probably <laughs> me. It's probably me. The local news photographer came to because I got the record score at uh, Junkyard Golf. He came to take a photo of me. He jumped. Yeah, Joel, so li- Joel jumped off the roof. I jumped off. The roof. <laughs> it's pretty nuts, actually. But look. Local press photographer asked me to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, so uh, isn't the thing at Shutter Island that Leonardo DiCaprio realises, because it's set in an asylum. Yes. Leonardo DiCaprio realises that he's a patient. Or we, does he realise, or he just we, we find out he's a patient, or is he? You're really exactly. raising your eyebrows as if to say, Joel, there's more going on than you've taken away from that film. No, I just think, I don't know, what's what's the statute of limitations on spoilers for Oh, spoilers. Yeah. Well... If you don't like spoilers, you better shudder, shudder your ears, Island, because I've just ruined the film. Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> goes to investigate the murder of his wife, missing wife, and he is like a grizzled detective investigating the case, and that's how you spend kind of the whole film. Some haunting flashbacks throughout, I'd suggest, and then at the end, it turns out that maybe this is just a game they play with him to keep him entertained to help his grieving and, you know, he's actually also an impatient on the island. But imagine that, but it's Crazy Golf. <laughs> it, putting the crazy into Crazy Golf. Fucking Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is uh, a patient at a Crazy Golf. Are you okay, Joe? That's why you're starting the pitch again. <laughs> Listeners will be going, did did it skip? Hello, and welcome to the Dream Factory. The world's greatest user generated movie creation podcast. <laughs> I, Leonardo DiCaprio, Shutter Up goes golf, Shutter, Island plays, Asylum. How about this one from John? <laughs> this one's from Beck. Egg 2, The Stench. Egg 2. That, okay. So I'm guessing it's the same egg from Egg 1, and it's been left to decompose. Well, no, it's not Egg oh, it's 1. It's gone it would, bad. No, it's, it would just be it, Egg. It, no, it's the, the egg. egg. It's the Egg. Mm. Weirdly, if we're following the Meg naming conventions, it goes from the Meg to Meg 2. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's the Meg, the first one, and the second one's Meg 2. So in the first trench. one, it's the Meg. Yeah. And in the second one, it's just some Meg. It's just a Meg. But well, in the first one, ah, oh, in the first, no, spoilers are coming. <laughs> so you better shatter those ears. Um, in the first one, do they kill the Meg? As far as I believe, um, as far as I believe, uh, they do, but it's basically discovered that there's this trench is full of old prehistoric creatures i don't remember that well no i think that's the plot the plot of the meg 2 oh the plot of the sequel i haven't seen the meg 2 which is getting panned left right and center but I with know. every panning it just drags me closer to the <laughs> multiplex it's directed by indie darling ben wheatley who i know I, but wheatley's off the boil we can say that yeah i've been looking i've been looking at wheatley's imdb recently wheatley's off the boil i here's the thing about the meg 2 this the trench i'll get yeah. to the egg too don't worry beck i will get to the egg too if the meg was released to middling reviews i would have absolutely zero interest in watching it mm. whereas one star or 12 stars it's the 12 star rating mm. i i'm gonna go and watch it like yeah. a one star meg is more appealing to me than a five star out of 10 star meg <laughs> Are you following? Yeah, just about. I'm having a bad time. I, I'm having a, a time really understanding what's going on today. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're recording these later than we normally do. I'm kind of overwhelmed 
by the sense that we've got to record another one after this because you're going on holiday. And I think that's constantly playing in the back of my mind. Um, <laughs> it's all right, Joel. We'll get through it. So there's an old egg. I think the the interesting thing is the, the idea that this is a sequel to The Egg. But mm. I assume the fact that it's called Egg to the Stench would suggest that in the first film, it didn't smell. Whatever no, of course not, because it's a fresh has. egg. Is it, a, is it a huge egg? Uh, yeah. Without even asking, my brain imagined a giant prehistoric egg. Yeah. Oh, really? Mine's mm. a chicken egg, but it is also massive. <laughs> and at the end, they scramble it up and everyone eats it and they say, ha ha, we killed the egg. But what happens in the egg, in egg two, is that they realise there's just a trench full of these eggs. Oh, yeah. And they're all out of yeah. date. And they're all out of date and they really smell bad. And Jason Statham's been transferred from Aqua. No, because it would have been eggs still. So Jason Statham, instead of working, I assume, in I've seen the Meg, but I, assume, I can't remember anything. I assume he works for sort of FBI, but on the sea. And in this, he works for the Farm Bureau of Investigation. The FBI? Yeah, that's right. Oh, wow. And he's investigating some bad smelling eggs. And that, yeah, I mean, that's what, why, who wants these stinky eggs out in the Who in wants the world? to poison the eggs? I reckon it's, um, hmm. I reckon it's the, the guys at Big Aquafaba. Ah, uh, yes. Bad they reputation are, for the eggs. They want they want to get eggs out of the picture, out of supermarkets, replaced by the delicious chickpea water alternative. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm. Because an egg is sort of... The smell of an egg is sort of tiptoeing around bad. Like, it's... it's Do you think, at all times? Wow. Well, it's sort of like I I, don't, I I couldn't tell you I think you could hold a cracked egg under my nose and I wouldn't know it was there I mean it, oh, sorry, I mean like a boiled egg obviously in this experiment I'm blindfolded I mean like a boiled egg oh yeah yeah a boiled so, egg is so I think right. like is like this rock- a giant is the egg boiled in your mind <laughs> no but in I'm the just egg think- too I'm just thinking like if these eggs were sufficiently large and sufficiently rotten I do think it would put a lot of people off eggs like I think a smell of a really rotten egg would put me off eggs for a short, brief period of time. So I just think if they're big enough and the whole world smells them, then yeah, I do think we're all going to move to chickpea juice. People online talk about chicken fear. <laughs> People online talk about uh, deep state, and uh, I'm going to turn this into a Joe Rogan podcast. This is Great. the day we pivot. No, people online talk about chicken fear. Have you heard of this? No. And I think it's when you eat chicken, it's kind of, it is cooked. Can I, I, can I just say, I know that this isn't it, but I like to think uh, <laughs> they, that you inherit the fears of the chicken. You do. You like see you're that terrified of machete foxes. coming down. <laughs> Foxy. Someone making your eggs smell bad. You're afraid of all that kind of stuff. No, you eat chicken that is, it's okay to eat, but it was maybe a little bit, hmm. Oh, okay. It makes you scared of chicken for a while. And I think people get like chicken paranoia because obviously eating uncooked chicken is bad news. I didn't say that, but I, I just, when you said chicken paranoia, I thought that would be a fun thing to say. And it really was. I'm glad I said it. Chicken paranoia. Yeah. And I think you approach chicken for a period of three to six months afterwards with an air of trepidation, or it might put you off chicken altogether. One time when I was living in France, my grandmother gave me like like half a kilo of pate or maybe even like a kilo, a lot of pate. And it was still clucking. <laughs> no, I don't think it was chicken. Uh, and... I got back to the apartment I was living in and I, for dinner, I basically just had all that pate in a baguette. And for about a year, a year after, I could not look at pate. Oh, wow. It really turned me. 
Yeah, Too I much bet. of a good well, thing. Because right? you'd eaten a year's worth of pate. <laughs> Your body, you literally couldn't put any more pate in. We're in a year's supply of pate. Right. What about this one from Stu? <laughs> one glue over the cuckoo's nest. Joel is driven mad trying to find the glue tube in Liverpool Street and starts to panic when he realizes no one else has ever heard of it. Well, here's the thing. I know no one else has ever heard of it because it isn't. When if you go on TripAdvisor, and even if you go on TripAdvisor and you know narrow it down from London to Liverpool Street, it's not going to be listed in the top ten. They've got a big M and S. The glue tube's got no hope of being listed in the top ten. So I'm fully aware that no one's heard of it, but I am increasingly worried about whether or not it could be there. I keep thinking back to recent bad weather. I, you know, I've been saying to myself, it's rained every day in London for eight days, Joel. That might be the end of, of the uh, the super glue tube. But good news, listeners. I'm going to be in Liverpool Street on Friday. Come and find me. Um, and I will be hunting down that glue tube. I'm going to go and make a pilgrimage. I'm going to film a little video oh, yes. of whether or not the glue tube's there. And I did say earlier, we're recording a double header here. So on next week's podcast, I won't reveal whether I've seen the glue tube or not. You can either wait a week. Maybe I'll send a little voice note in. Basically, if we're going to find out in the next few days whether the glue tube's there or not. I have wondered if I'll just buy a super glue and stamp it into the ground if it's not there so the video you're making are you going to put it on tiktok or are you going to put it on glue tube i'm going to put it on glue tube <laughs> no i'm going to put it on tiktok <laughs> or oh, pritter pritter's bad <laughs> right pritter is bad right Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, would you like one from me? Hit me with your best shot. Here's one from me. Wicked, wicked. It's the Wizard of Oz, but Ali G goes there. <laughs> that is incredible. Isn't that great? Wait, that's not from you, is it? That's from me. Oh, what a great... That's brilliant. Yeah, thanks, well man. <laughs> I, I know, didn't thanks, believe man. you could really please. <laughs> I didn't know you had it in you. <laughs> I know, I'm really wicked. pleased with that. Real it's pat really on the back good. stuff here. It's wicked, wicked. It's Ali G. 
It might even be a musical version. I'm not sure. But I reckon him and the stupid car that he drives in, Ali G in the house, are just cruising down the yellow brick road. And he <laughs> slowly fills the car up with a, a cowardly lion and a tin man. Ah, uh, I'm trying to think what happens in that film. They find out the Wizard of Oz is fake. Mm-hmm. And then do they just yeah, find I, out? That, that's a good point. That's a massively iconic touchstone movie. My, I've seen it. My mm. knowledge of the plot is Dorothy, there's a hurricane yeah. which takes Dorothy to the land of Oz. There's some munchkins that do a song. I think that song is follow, 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 follow the yellow brick road. She walks down the yellow brick road. En route, she bumps into a cowardly lion. I mean, I've said, I don't, maybe I do, I know the entire plot. She bumps into a cowardly lion, a tin man. Yeah. Is there a third? Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. So, Crow Man. It's a witch. A witch gets wind of this and sends out some flying monkeys. That's that the right? bit I can't. That's the bit I can't get my head around because I get that they. She wants to go to the Wizard of Oz to go home, and they all want their bits, like mm-hmm. the brain, the heart, and the bravery, courage, courage. <laughs> thank you. And then they discover that it was in them all along. But I, I don't mm-hmm. understand where the witch comes in. I don't understand how she gets back home. And I, I'm fairly confident that she sort of kills the witch when her house. Yeah, lands Yeah, the witch Oz. lands on the house. But like that's not her fault. The house, she wasn't controlling the house. She didn't no, it's witch, place the witch house daughter, on a witch. So that is that is the plot. I'll take back what I said. I know exactly what the plot is and I understand it. But imagine all of that, but instead of Dorothy, it's Ali G. I love it. I really love it. What's um, yours, John? This one's from me. G.I. Joe Pasquale. Oh, well, in the news recently. Exactly. That's all. I, th- there was an excuse for us to talk about this. Joe, that headline... BBC like, News tweeted a headline. Yeah, we need it for Basin because it? it's the most outrageous th- collection of words. And I, I actually want to blow the lid on this. Oh. Joe Pasquale impaled in Freak Moose Antler incident in Skegness. Right. John, Pasquale's been out of the news for a long time. I think he's done it on purpose. <laughs> so can- I, think he's, I think he's impaled himself on a moose. <laughs> I, now... Forgive my ignorance. There aren't moose in Skegness, right? It must be like an ornament. I reckon he's staying at like a country home in Skegness that's got got them up on the mantle, the things they've caught, and he's just fallen into a into a moose's antler. Is that right? Or is he at a petting zoo? Is he like an extreme petting zoo? At the end of the act, the curtains came away, and all my props are strewn all over, strewn all over the stage, and they oh. bring the lights down. As I'm starting to pull my props away, I literally trip over my moose head. Yeah, so it's. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's a... <coughs> What's the what is that show? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to admit you, you're right. That is good promo because we all want to see it that is show now. Unbelievable promo! Before that headline, I had no idea that Joe Pasquale was touring a show in places like Skegness, where for some reason there's a moose's head, which is he describes as one of my props. <laughs> so who knows what the other props are? And now, John, I am well aware that Pasquale is touring a show. I think he's put himself in the line of danger in order to get the promotion. Maybe. I reckon even I reckon even Skegness local radio were like, We're not doing this interview. <laughs> Joe, I'm sorry, it's a bit boring. We we don't you know, we we don't need to fill the airtime that bad. He couldn't get on community radio. And so he went away and with his uh show director he was like, Look, this show desperately needs some PR. What can I do? And lo and behold, he's tripped fell and landed on an antler. Seven stitches though, so that's not as many stitches as the audience are going to need when they go and see that show. Come on. Right. John, would you pick a best film from this week? 
Uh, as much as it frustrates me, I think Wicked Wicked is the winner yeah. this week. Oh, that might be the first time I've ever won. <laughs> but there was a period in the middle for about three years where we forgot to award any winners. So I might have had some good ideas then. Anyway, I do need to go because... Uh, I don't know. Joe Pasquale's running in with a head of an antler on. (laughs) It's covered in blood. Well done, John. Well done, Joe. I I feel like I... I, I was sort of in a delirious state when I did that episode of the podcast, so I'd like to apologise to the listeners, because I don't really remember anything I said. Normally it takes me at least a day to forget what was on the episode, but I, I forgot like, on it instantly. For, for the listeners at home, the, the, we don't even, the, the amount of time you hear that like glockenspiel music between the episode mm, and the sort after... Sort of two days. It, <laughs> we don't... We literally... It's instantaneous, so Joe, Joe go from like... Whoa, no, that's episode. not fair. I'll give you a second <laughs> okay, to put the fine. music in. I, I have a second, and then... And then Joel starts talking like it's some man giving like a post-match analysis 10 minutes later. It's good, it's good isn't it? <laughs> Don't, I mean, you're really blowing the lid on the gaff here. You're really ruining the magic. Um, Joel, Have you got I any t- cultural highlights? I, w- I want to tell you about my newest obsession. Have you heard of a TikTok influencer called Coach Carnivore Cam? No. <laughs> but that sounds like exactly the sort of thing I need to hear. So He's, is, he, is he the Liver King 2.0? Yeah, pretty much. He's this British lad. Who? Yeah, oh, is he blonde? He's he's like a redhead. Hmm. Oh, I think I do know this guy. Is he the one that made like a roast dinner, but all the yeah. constituent parts were animals? Yeah, like his mashed potato. The mashed potato was <laughs> yeah. basically scrambled egg, and he scrambled it. He made scrambled egg, and he I puts it in a blender, guy. and he puts milk in the blender, and he goes goes when it starts to look like mashed potato and i'm like what never never <laughs> yeah. it doesn't ever just look like mashed potato. staring at the blender for a week <laughs> while it was away did you see his pizza <laughs> there is because there's an american guy as well that everyone's convinced it's bullshit where he eats like genuinely eats like a slab of lurpak and five testicles and it's, that's for breakfast these guys i don't know what it is with these guys it's like a raw meat movement oh yeah the raw t- the guy with the raw testicles this guy Carn- uh, Carnival Cam cooks his meat, to be fair. But I've seen Carnival Cam do things like, I'm going to McDonald's with my mates, and he eats 10 Big Mac patties. And that's yeah. his McDonald's. The guy is, yeah, it's nuts. Right. But let me t- tell you, f- tell you about this pizza, right? So the top, Coach you've got, Carnival Cam. You've got, you've got cheese. You've got, I think you've got cream. You've got bacon. You've got beef. The the best bit is how how does he do a pizza dough? How does he do the base? Well, we're all wondering. He mixes egg and gonna be cooked sick. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the base of his pizza. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine that. It's like a, I don't know. What, I don't know what you're saying. It's like cooked crumbled chicken with egg mixed foul. together and baked. <laughs> that is absolutely horrific. Oh God! Would love to get him on as a guest. <laughs> I I can guarantee you he has absolutely no chat at all. <laughs> it would be silence for twenty five minutes. I'm into it. Welcome to the dream abattoir. <laughs> um, good stuff. I, no, I'm into it. I think I think Coach Cam, Coach Carnival Cam. Why don't you do the Coach Carnival Cam diet for a week, <laughs> and I'll do the diet of that guy who's trying to live to two hundred oh. in his forties, and we'll see how we feel. Perfect. We'll see you on the other. You know, you know that guy. 
I know that guy. I think we've discussed him before. He oh, was yeah, on- but more detail. I, there's, I know more details about his life now, including the fact that he takes 111 tablets in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he stops eating at 11 a.m., right? Yeah, he's, I know. I'd sooner be hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Which he might be, right? It might all be a waste of time. Cool. Okay. I saw Oppenheimer. It was great. Thanks for coming, guys. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.